All right. So. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'm Richard. I'm Adonis. And this is the Road to 10K, and uh, we just pulled up this 2013 list, and uh, uh, I was going through it a bit earlier today. This is quite a packed list, and this is t just the first 250, so uh, um, hopefully we can get through 500 out of 1,060 titles Ooh, uh, right. for 2013. Uh, starting off strong. Starting off strong. Uh, movie fucking 43. Man. We talked a little bit about this on the last last podcast, but uh, I saved it for this. So uh, I don't know if I love this movie. I've never seen it. Oh, really? No. You I, got you got to watch it at least twice and tell me how you feel. Cause at least twice? At least. I've seen it three times, and the first time, I hated it. It's it's just the, the most random, stupidest collection of... of I mean, th there's every type of humor in here. There's There's... Uh, gen genitalia humor. There's there's poop humor. There's some really good humor, like some really good scenes. It's it's an anthology movie, and it's got such an amazing cast. I think I remember reading that the director just knew a lot of people who owed him, or or he was just friends with a lot of people. So they like like yeah, I'll do a movie for you. Like you don't even have to pay me, or like or he, yeah. he got like he he got Hugh Jackman. He got Rihanna. Chris Pratt. Uh, I mean, Chris Pratt wasn't. So I'm looking the time. at this list of directors. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is one of them. Oh yeah, and uh, he's got amazing directors as well. Peter Farley, uh, James Gunn, Brett Ratner, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Uh, and then that's just for directors. I mean, there's still a bunch of other directors. I just don't recognize them off the top of my head. But stars like Emma Stone, Stephen Merchant, uh, Richard Gere, Lee Schreiber. I mean, this yeah. is just it's probably it just looks like a stacked cast. Uh, it's huge. I think I think every scene has got um just someone huge in it. Someone huge. My favorite my favorite one without spoiling it because I really want you to watch this. Uh it's it's a Batman and Robin scene. Oh, and really? Jason Sudeikis is in it. Uh I love Jason Sudeikis. He's uh from from Where the Millers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's hilarious. That's my favorite scene. Oh, no, my favorite Jay No, that's Jason Bateman. No, yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I said, I don't know if I really like this movie or if I really hate it, because it's so... I mean, it's a bad movie. It's such a bad yeah. movie, but it's like... It's got so much character and personality this, to it. Yeah, and okay. It, like, you really... There's a reason it's so... Well-known. Well-known, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, okay. Um, yeah, because I've definitely heard of it, even though I don't know shit about it. I've never seen even a clip from it, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, uh, I'll have to check it out just because you told me about it. Uh, sure. Definitely. The Grandmaster, have you seen this? Um, yes, yes, I have. Uh, yeah, I have not seen this, even though I really want to. This but is good. The Man Who Trained Bruce Lee. You, yeah, like you like you like the It Man movies, right? Or like all the I've seen movies? the first one. Yeah. This is uh, very much in that vein. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, yeah, it is the Man Who Trained Bruce Lee. Uh, the fighting is incredible. Like, really, really good. Uh, I saw this on Netflix not too long ago, actually. I didn't see it when it came out. But, yeah, I like this. I think you'd really enjoy it, too. Oh, uh, yeah, really I've always wanted arts. to watch this. Uh, I just skipped over it now that I'm seeing it. Gangster Squad. I didn't see this one. No, I, I didn't see it either. either. Um, apparently, it wasn't uh, great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, fucking Ryan Gosling in Los Angeles again. Uh, Ryan Gosling is in Los Angeles in every fucking movie. I know, right? He's got at least six. Uh, th uh, let's do it, let's do it right now. Nice guys. Mm -hmm. uh, La La Land. Uh, uh, Gangster Squad. Um, um, Drive. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, there's more, but uh, um, where's, where's the notebook at? That's not LA. Uh, maybe it takes place somewhere in LA. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, fucking. Anyways, uh, the Last Stand. Oh yeah, I saw this. So this was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie after a, he was done being the the governor of California, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, he came back in style as uh, he normally as you would for Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, it's great for a Schwarzenegger movie, um, I think. Um, it's a it, very fun movie. It's a, it's, yeah, that's all it <laughs> needed to be. I think it was the what he needed just to get back in the swing of things. This uh, was uh, this is a, this is around that very weird time where Johnny Knoxville was the sidekick to a lot of action heroes because he did a movie with Jackie Chan not too long after this, uh, and I think oh, he's really? in a movie with Stallone. Yeah. Oh, he's the okay. So that's Johnny. Oh, I didn't realize he was in this movie. Yeah, he's the weird guy with the like the dynamite and shit. Yeah, he's the one who like shoots the fucking the revolver and it hits him in the face, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, no. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Yeah. I don't remember too much about this except you know, uh, Schwarzenegger is a badass. Um. There's some dude who's got a shit ton of guns. Uh. And he uses these guns to stop someone who is inevitably going to come through their town and wreck, fuck shit up. So, right. um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all this movie's about. That's literally it. Uh, pretty much. It's pretty... And it was um, it was good for, for uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, Hunter x Hunter, the movie, Phantom Rogue. So... I haven't seen it, but so I if, want to. If you ever watch Hunter x Hunter, at one point... Um, the two ca- two characters you come to fall in love with kind of just disappear from the story altogether for about three fucking parts. Um, one of those parts is like 50 episodes. Yeah. And if you were like me, you were very fucking pissed. Um, like, where the fuck are, my, are these characters? Why do they keep introducing new characters? I want my old characters. Right. Give me my old characters. Stop introducing new ones. Like, every fucking episode they would introduce a new one. I never, yeah. like, follow up with the old ones. I was, I was getting annoyed. Um... I love Hunter x Hunter, though. I just started watching it again. <laughs> um, but um, this apparently, as I'm just now learning recently, this movie follows one of those characters as he, uh, you know, follows his arc because his arc is never seen in the, the in the show. So, um, yeah, that, this, uh, I don't know. I'd have to check it out and uh, get back to you guys on that for, the, for sure. i have to check um, it out, too. Moving on, oh, Warm, Warm Bodies. Bodies. So this was a February movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a solid movie. Yeah, it's um, nothing it, to write home about, as we said. Uh, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it, there are definitely a lot of times this movie could could go a direction that was just could make it really bad. But yeah. no, it just stays it stays on on a on a on level the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's got genuinely funny moments in it. Uh, yeah. And, and genuinely dark too. I it's I think it's very fucked up that uh the driving force of their relationship is that he and I, this is a very big spoiler, but uh that he like eats uh her boyfriend like, oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. So yeah, in this universe, if the zombies eat the brains, they gain their memories for yeah. whatever reason. And so because of that, he falls in love with this this girl of, of the <laughs> guy he ate. Uh, and yeah. it's just yeah, that's fucking weird. Uh, mm. 
And fuck, like, yeah, I'll spoil it. Yeah, she ends up falling in love with them too. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. she finds out he does it, and it's like, okay, like, yeah, she gets over it eventually, and then yeah. she fights for him, and it's like, what the? F- this is a zombie! Like, <laughs> oh my god, I was very confused. Um, yeah, very, as far as yeah. As far as that goes, like, the story is not viable at all, but... No, a very interesting take on the zombie genre. It That's for sure. And yeah. that's what drew me into it for, to begin with, is that um, maybe they can um, still be... still come back, you know? Yeah. So... Even zombies deserve love. Yeah. Oh! So two, which one first? I'm, I want to go with Hansel and Gretel first. Okay, so my dad has told me to watch this a lot of... A lot and I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it is it is just great. It it's very conflicting. It, it's it's like got such a cult following. I love it. I love it so much. I think it's just a fun. It it harkens back to like those those fun campy Day of the Dead or like uh like just just really bloody gory action movies with like movie monsters and stuff. In this case, the movie monsters are witches. Um, I forget who directs this. Tommy. Tommy Ricola. Uh, I don't that, think I've heard his name anywhere else. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Peter well, Stormare is in this. Oh, yeah. Peter Stormare plays uh, a really fucked up uh, sheriff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's uh, very against witches, but also against the witch hunters because he thinks he bring they bring, like, bad voodoo and stuff. Uh, but, yeah. The, uh, Tommy Ricola did a great job uh, with the... Uh, directorial style of this movie. Okay. It's very interesting. Uh, Jeremy Renner is like... Uh, he's a very hit or miss actor for me. Oh, sure. I don't think he... Uh, I think he has very interesting moments. He kind of just plays Hawkeye again, I want to say. Even though this is like a year after him playing Hawkeye for the first Jeremy time. Jeremy Renner has I'm acting modes and I'm having fun modes. Yeah. And... You can definitely tell which trigger he, which uh, switch he's on for I, sure. I think this is definitely just an I'm having fun mode. Oh, it seems like it. Yeah, um, yeah. And Hawkeye is probably the the only character he mixes the two. Oh yeah, is the only character, and most of the time, and that's only because of the end game. Only mm. in end game, he has a s- slight mix of the two. Right. Um, yeah, because in Avengers, he's fine throughout. And Thor, you know, even though you see him for only a second, you know. And Thor, he's fine, you know. Yeah. They're all, he's on top of it. He's, just, he's enjoying himself, you know. Uh, but, like, you get to movies like Wind River or uh, uh, The Town. You right. know, the dude's acting. The dude can fucking or, act. Uh, the assassination of the coward Jesse James by the... No. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know, that, yeah, that I've heard that title that I yeah. always mix up. Jesse James and Robert Redford, or not Robert Redford, um, something Ford, you know, Brad Pitt. But um, yeah, <laughs> I got you. No, you good. Um, but no, um, and God, speaking of Wind River, if you haven't seen Wind River, I need to check it out. I need to yeah, watch it. because I know that's that's coming up in 2015, I think. So yeah, check that out. If you sure. want to see that before, um, yeah. It's, so yeah, I, I I'll check this out um, eventually. It might make my top ten. There's probably gonna be a, a, enough movies to beat it out, but for now it's a maybe because I really did enjoy it. Yeah, Mama. No, um, 
I think Mama's fine, and uh, definitely not my top ten. No. Uh, yeah, I don't remember a ton about it. It's just... I just remember the ending, and Mama herself looking kind of weird. Yeah, I remember thinking the ending was kind of dumb. Mm. I was like, no, no, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't like that, sorry. <laughs> uh, the I do remember thinking the director was very much trying to... Wasn't... Sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll I, I felt like he was very much trying to go for something. Um, and I don't think it quite hits, but I feel like, like he had the like he was treating this like there was like a lot of deeper meaning there and he was trying to treat it like there was stuff yeah, like there was just yeah, I guess that's it that there was just deeper meaning there mm-hmm. and but he like most great directors wasn't really paying attention to that stuff, right. like just focusing on the horror. Right. You and I think he was trying to do something like that, and I don't think it worked for me. Um, I don't think it worked for a lot of people, but yeah. What were you about to say? Didn't uh, wasn't Muscetti Andy Muscetti the guy who was gonna do it or did do it? That I don't know. I don't know horror directors as well as you probably do. <laughs> I, I can't remember his name. I think Muscati was attached to the project. I don't... Because I know they lost their first director. Uh, we could look that up. Um, yeah. um, what's next? Moving on. Uh, Parker. Jason Statham movie. Have you seen this? No, but I've heard of it. I remember seeing the trailer for it, too. It looked interesting. Yeah, I haven't... I haven't seen it. Uh... Mother of George. I just I haven't seen this, so I just want to mention it real quick. Okay. Um, Denai Guerrera is in this. Oh yeah. This is like even after this is after. Uh, um, Walking Dead has started, and she had really made a name for herself already in TV. Oh okay. Uh, but apparently she does this movie. Um, she's more of her um, native tongue and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm. I just know that this is probably a really good, uh, this is, like, a really good acting piece for her. Okay. Um, and I've been meaning to check it out, uh, because everyone says it's good. Ooh, Escape from Tomorrow. Have you seen seen this? this No, I haven't seen this either. I've always wanted to, though. Uh, apparently they filmed this movie all in, illegally, in, uh, Disneyland. Really? I, I'm gonna double check that, you know, so. (sighs) It's a horror movie. Uh, in this black comedy, Jim is an unsatisfied middle-aged man on vacation with his family at Disney World. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, there's no way that Disney allowed that. Filmed at Disney World and Disneyland without permission. Yeah. Film. Wow. Crazy. But yeah, I've always wanted to check it out just because of that. Um. But uh, moving on, Don John. Oh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. I, uh, this is Joseph Gardelletta's directorial debut. Oh, is it? I like this movie. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is fucking, oh, she's so gorgeous. Uh, I mean, she's always gorgeous. Who are are we kidding? Um, uh, but yeah. And then, Julian Moore is also gorgeous in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, who who are we kidding? She's also always gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's it's just about a guy learning to love, and like it, for him, it's all about the sex, and like, and it's 
he's trying to learn uh, he's learning that the sex isn't all that satisfying right. and that uh, the only thing that's really getting him off is, is porn and uh, I think um, he learns that through Jillian Moore and all these other characters in his life that uh, it's much deeper than that you know right. it's not just surface level like like what he's he's been thinking about so um yeah it's funny it's well it's kind of funny in some areas uh i just don't think there's a lot to it uh, beyond that mm-hmm. you know i think it just spent it spends a long time on that issue it, i mean that is the issue of the movie right um i just don't think it develops into anything beyond that uh yeah um uh, it, it's perfectly fine uh it's probably worth a watch for the most part um but yeah it's there's nothing exceptional about it. Yeah, there's not much there. Uh, moving on to stop me if you see something. Move, oh, Fruitvale oh, Station. Station. Yeah, this is a good this ass is not in movie. Top ten for sure. Yeah, I'm putting this in. Oh, uh, here I'll just start writing it down now. Be like it's responsible, like you. <laughs> um. Yeah, last episode I didn't do that, so fruit. Thought I'd just be smart and remember. But I didn't. Man. What a fucking gut punch, dude. I yeah. hated this movie by the time I finished watching it. I was just so... Ryan Coogler, man. Like, God, this was the first time I I looked into his filmography. I checked this movie out. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this on Netflix. Me too. Um, yeah, it is a heartbreaking movie. Um because the movie doesn't it gives itself away at the beginning right right it's yeah. like this is what this is what what happens this is his final hours right. like it's still and it's consuming. like even though you know it's coming like it it it's horrible yeah. it's just straight up horrible and it's unfortunately so fucking so fucking relevant yeah um too relevant yeah. um <laughs> And yeah, it's definitely Ryan Coogler's um, most. Uh, uh, what should we say? Um, like dramatic or raw? Raw. Okay. Like. Yeah, maybe even dramatic. Uh, well, what was the other things he's done? He did Black Panther, and then what else? He uh, did um, the NWA movie. What was that? I called? didn't see that. That um, was really good. That was a really good biopic. Fuck. Yeah, uh, no, he, no. Yeah. The dude's a. I know he's a great director. Um, I know he's got a great track record so far. Yeah. Um, but this was one of his earliest, and uh, yeah, it's super fucking good. Uh, I, I urge you to watch this. It's super important too. Yeah. That's yeah. Easily going to my top ten. Um, uh, moving on. Um, the East. So I think we talked about this last episode. Uh, oh right. Or yeah. an episode before that. So it's Ellen Page, and she's part of this um, this this activist movement that's for environmental uh, uh, prospects. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm bad at wording. But um, anyways, so yeah, but the the group she's part of is actually kind of like I don't want to say spec ops, but like they got like like training and shit. Uh-huh. Like they're they like they're actually like know what the hell they're doing for the most part. Um, it just, like, they're just fighting for a weird 
uh, it just seems like they're overtrained for a, a cause that, you know. But what they do is, like, they go up and, like, I guess they, like, infiltrate, like, uh, like, corporations and, like, try and get, like, dirt on them by, like, sneaking into their places and stuff or, right. you know, like, trying to test their water, you know. Just trying to bring up evidence against them. Um, yeah, and that's all I remember. I don't remember anything about this movie uh, at all. Yeah. I just I, I can't even remember if it's a good movie. Uh, apparently, it is. It's got some good. It's got high enough ratings for it to be considered. Um, I just don't remember. Honest, I just really don't. And I know I've seen it though. In fact, Ellen Page is in this. Um, Toby Cabal, Kebble, not Cabal. Um, <laughs> Wasn't uh, Hayden Christensen in this? Or am I thinking of something different? He might have been. I know Skarsgård was in it. Alexander Skarsgård. That'd be news to me if Christensen was in this. I think we were talking about a different movie. Yeah. Shattered Glass. I know. Shattered Glass. Yeah. I I I know four things he's in. He's in. I don't even know the four, what the one of them is called. I just know he's in this thing. Um, he's in Shattered Glass, Star Wars, obviously, L- Jumper, and then um, this miniseries he did that netted him an Oscar no- or not an, a Golden Globe nomination. Mm. And that was it. <laughs> that's it. That's all <laughs> I know him for. Like that's I don't know if he's in anything else. To be sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we move on. The East is okay. I probably wouldn't not putting in my top ten. Uh, we're moving on to Before Midnight. Oh, this is a good one. So Richard Linklater, Ladder is a um, hell of a director. Oh yeah. He uh, made he has ambitious as fuck projects. Um, this is actually the third movie of. Yeah, this is the third. I was gonna ask. Um, of a series like what it's before after and I think it's like before sunset sun, sunset after sunrise and then this one's before midnight yeah and they're each nine years apart and they're just supposed to be romance movies um but they're supposed to be super super good and but I have never checked out any of them but they are really good they're they are typical like uh like drama romance movies but Link Ladder I mean Link Ladder is a great director he oh yeah and with Ethan Hawke Ethan Hawke uh, and then to work together like fucking oh for sure or, yeah like yeah every director has their actor and that that's his actor for it's sure. Link Ladder and Hawke for sure he's uh, also someone kind of like how you are with Ryan Gosling how you're starting to realize just how good he is I'm going back and I'm watching a lot of Ethan Hawke movies and I'm starting to realize He's a very diversified actor too. I mean, like he's Sinister incredibly diverse. Was what started it for me. Yeah, um, and he never plays the same character. It feels no. like almost never. Um, I, he never plays a character that feels so like unrelatable either. Like mm-hmm. if he never plays something that's incredibly out there, but he just always seems like he plays um, real people, right? And real people in real situations, yeah. and how these real people react. And he tries to, like, make him a little different. Um, in Boyhood, especially. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, I fucking love him in Boyhood. Um, that was Nick Ladder, too, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a... And uh, this is a movie he made during... While he was making that. That's right, because it took, like, 12 years. He took 12 years to make that movie, and he made a year... He made a movie each year 
uh, well, not each year, but like every year he would write about. He wouldn't even write. He would be like, "Oh shit, I gotta get the guys together. Let's 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 shoot like twenty minutes of this movie." He'd right. write it like before the like the night before, you know. Right. Like it's like it's insane reading how this like this man works and how he just makes incredible projects. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't know anything about Before Midnight aside from that and how he managed to get not one, not two, but three and, and each one's supposed to be better than the last, you know, oh, movies. This might be in my top ten. It's another maybe for me. Um, yeah, I would love to watch it and get it in. Um, in a World, have you heard of this? Mm-mm. No, I haven't heard of it either. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, I just don't know much about it. I just heard of it. Hmm. Um, moving on. The way, 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 the way, way back. I think I've seen this one with Steve. Carell. I just know Steve Carell's in this and Tony Collette. That's all I know. I don't remember much from it. I don't. I think I have to watch it again before I say anything. It just seems like a, a small comedy family drama. Oh, one I I didn't notice. Uh, Charlie Countryman. Have you seen that one? Oh no, I haven't. This, Shia LaBeouf. This is really good. This really. Is, this is something I just saw. Uh, like, out of nowhere on uh-huh. Netflix. Uh, I just watched it on a whim. This was a long time ago, though. Uh, I really enjoy this one. Basically, without giving too much, it's about uh, a traveling <laughs> a, a guy who's traveling abroad, Shia LaBeouf. He falls in love with this girl, but she's in some, uh, like, she's in some crazy stuff. And uh, one of the main villains is Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Uh, and he's, of course, incredible in yeah. this movie. I fucking love Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, and it, it's basically about Charlie Countryman, uh, who Shia LaBeouf plays as. It's basically about him uh, trying to like win the heart of this girl and like avoiding all this dangerous shit that he's put himself into. I think it's France. I want to say it's France, but I'm not. I can't really remember. Uh, but that's where the movie takes he place. He falls for a Romanian beauty. So is it in Romania? It might be Romania. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I don't think that. I put it as a top ten, but I definitely recommend it. I'd have to check that out. Um, moving on, uh, stop me if you see anything. I don't see anything. So this is why we need to like. Uh, I think I texted you, but we need to. I'll send you the list next time. Oh yeah. And we'll just write each other our own lists. You know. Yeah. Uh, another Hansel and Gretel movie. Weirdly enough. Oh, I've never heard of this one. Um, not the same cast at all. No, not even the same like fucking level. <laughs> <laughs> wow, two point five. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, where is oh Jobs? Jobs okay. Ashton Kutcher. Uh, I haven't seen this one. I just know Ashton Kutcher's in it. It's pretty it's, good. Uh, his his Jobs. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty Oscar baiting. I think because uh, there's this one and then there's a uh, Steve Jobs with Seth Rogen. Uh, and both that of them. movie, I I checked that movie. That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love that movie. I can't wait till we get to twenty fifteen. I'm gonna suck that movie. So <laughs> hard. Uh, it was it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Uh, well, th- was there anything you want to say about Steve Jobs? No, or like I Jobs? said, very Oscar baity. Uh, okay, yeah, that's it. Um, side effects. Uh, it's Steven Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. I've heard of this one. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, all I know is it's got Channing Tatum. So yeah, speaking of um, directors, Steven Stoderberg's 
direct, um, is uh, actor is Channing Tatum. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, he's in, like, everything this man does. <laughs> and, man, Steven Soderbergh is so hit or miss. Um, yeah. I've never seen a, someone like that. Like, Luck, Logan Lucky, uh, Channing Tatum again. Uh, mm-hmm. Super good, but, like, I think we talked to... There was a movie he did, which also has Channing Tatum in, a, in it, but there was a movie he did with a girl who had a... Fuck, what was the name of this? Haywire. Haywire. Um, this this movie Haywire. Um, she's the, there's this special ops agent, and you know she's high up in the ranks, and they do an operation. And it turns out the operation's bogus, and they're trying to like fuck her over for whatever reason. So she's just fighting back. That's a, that's the whole movie, right? Huh. It's fucking not good. It is so, like, not good. Um, it is... It's shot weird, and it's <laughs> clunky. Uh, we might have talked... I think we did talk about it a few months ago on our fir- one of our first couple podcasts before we, we started have. doing the best of the decade. But, God, it is so not good. Um, it's... It, it just... The... Everything is just not there. It's not shot well. That's the most distracting thing about it. It is shot so terribly bad... <laughs> it's that's not good. Right. Um, I don't think so. Uh, if I've never seen a movie that I've critiqued and said it's not shot well. Identity Thief. Oh, okay, we can keep moving. Yeah. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Spiders 3D. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. I've seen it. Uh, it's uh, bogus, dude. It's just... It's just fun if you like. It spiders. looks like it. I watched it because you know spiders. Right. <laughs> That's it. It's the only reason. Eight-legged freaks, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Oz and the Great, the Great and Powerful. Oh yeah. Um, James Franco and Michelle Williams, Rachel Weisz, and Mila Kunis. And this is Sam Raimi. It's so weird that this is Sam Raimi. This is like Sam Raimi always does some weird projects, don't he? Yeah, but man, like at least in those weird projects, like. Like, I feel like you can always kind of tell it's Raimi. Like, there are, there are some scenes in the Spider-Man trilogy that definitely remind me of Evil Dead. Sure. Uh, Oz, the great and powerful, though, I guess it more so reminds me of Spider-Man, in a way, in that there is that, that uh, inflated sense of wonder that he brought with the character. Uh, and he definitely brings that into this one. But, I mean, it's, it's a very interesting prequel to the like original Wizard of Oz. I don't think it needed... Yeah, cool. this is like, yeah. So, beginning of this decade was, I think we've got to talk about it. But the beginning of this decade was the start of, like, um, how should we say, uh, oh, all the fucking remakes. Yeah. Uh, remake culture. Remakes, uh, reboots, prequels online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this was definitely in the early stages of it. Um, yeah. And. It did per- fairly well for every everything all considered, all things considered, and mm-hmm. it's not even the worst movie on the planet. No, um, but it just feels so unnecessary the mm-hmm. entire time. Um, I'm of the mind that I don't really mind uh, prequels or sequels or reboots anymore, especially anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of desensitized to it yeah. because because you know what um, in. In theater, it's pretty popular to put on a different on a play and a your own version of the play. Right. And like there are very famous versions of diff- of a play, um, different versions of of the same play. You know. All right. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's so crazy to remake a movie and try and make it better. 
you know, or make it different or in your vision. I don't think mm-hmm. that's crazy. It's not, you know, financially viable, but the idea of it, I don't think is crazy. You don't have to right. go watch it. It doesn't change the original for you. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know we live in a world where Harry Potter is going to be rebooted. Um, yeah, at some we're, point. We're very close to that, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be super soon. Yeah. I, I, I would not be surprised, and I would be very surprised if we that ha- did not happen in the next five years. I can really see it having a home on HBO Max because they, they have all the Harry Potter. Yeah. Like they're they struck a deal with Warner Brothers, so I can definitely see this being the next HBO series. Yeah. Now the Game of Thrones I, is gone. I yeah, and I need another HBO series. I mean, yeah. they're trying to they're really trying hard with uh, Westworld. Yeah. And I think to its credit, it's not terrible, but. I also think they're trying to fast forward Westworld a lot, mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, I actually haven't even really seen Westworld. Just that's it's, just from it's what been I've a said. while since I've seen it. I saw the first season. That's it. But yeah, um, yeah, that's um, that was a great powerful. Um, I think the monkey's funny. Uh, <laughs> that's about it though. Uh, moving on. The Croods. I haven't seen this. Uh, uh, I can't remember much from it. I don't think I really put it on my top ten. Uh, okay, uh, moving on. Escape from Planet Earth. I remember this coming out. Brendan oh, Fraser yeah, I've seen this. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Rob Corddry. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel get baked. Another fucking Hansel oh and Gretel. Oh my god, dude. What the fuck? 2013, the year of Hansel and Gretel. I guess so. Snitch. Okay, I kind of like this movie. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Um, so... So Dwayne Johnson has a, it works for he's like he's a hardworking dude, uh-huh. um, you know, and he work and his son gets caught up in drugs and shit, right? And eventually, like he gets caught, and he's spo- the cops are trying to give him a deal that like if he just rolls on his guy on his friends, you know, they'll release him. And his father's like, fucking do it. What the hell are you talking about, right? <laughs> and then his kid's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, and I won't. I won't fucking roll on my friends. And he just can't understand that. Right. Um, so, but he's still willing to do anything for his kid. So what he does is, like, he goes undercover and tries to, like, find the guy, like, the guys behind, like, the drugs, all the drugs himself. So he goes, like, into, like, the gangs and shit. Hmm. And he tries to for the for the DEA, and it's awesome, dude. Uh, from what I remembered, it's awesome. He gets pretty heavy into it. One of his work, he gets one of his workers in on it. On uh, John Bernthal, uh-huh. uh, he's uh-huh. awesome in it. It was one of, uh, one of the few things I've seen him in uh, before Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw I started watching Walking Dead. Um, no, that's a lie. I watched Walking Dead from day one. That was two thousand ten. I think so. I think it started at the beginning of the decade. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, I, I think this is good. I don't think this is phenomenal in any means, but uh, Michael Kenneth Williams? Is that his name? The one who has the scar across his face? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that, um, I'm going I'm to check. From, have you seen The Wire? Yeah. Uh, he's uh, Michael Kenneth... Oh, I fucking pulled that wow, up. Wow, nice. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, yeah, he... Um, he's from uh, The Wire. Uh, he's uh, the guy with the shotgun. He walks around the streets with a shotgun. I don't know. I'm only halfway through the the show, so I'm not, I, I don't know if he's dead yet. But um, if he dies, but 
What the hell's his name? I honestly can't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend Snitch to anyone who wants to watch a decent movie. I think this was a lot better than it got. It got a lot better than it was given credit for when it came out. Okay. But that was also when I first watched it, so who knows. Uh, moving on. Jack the Giant Slayer. Brian oh, Singer. Oh, I remember this one. Fuck, this movie got delayed a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing trailers for this for years Oh, I felt like I felt yeah. like I saw trailers for this forever. Yeah. Um, what was the reason behind the delay? Probably Brian Singer. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 to be honest, uh, no, I don't know. Uh, to uh, we can look real quick. I'm sure there's some story about it. But I, this movie got delayed the fuck out of. Yeah. Trivia. This is probably where I'd find it. An estimated that Legendary Pictures lost between 125 and 140 million dollars for this Oof. film. Yeah, not a lot of people went out to see this, despite the huge Ewan McGregor pool, which was made me, which is what uh, made me go see it. Yeah, I was ready to go see it because of Ewan McGregor. Like that was the only thing that drew me to it. Yeah, and I still didn't go see it. Um, <laughs> I guess there's no reason for it. Um, I just know this got fucking delayed a lot. Yeah, either it was either. Brian Singer, or they had to do reshoots, and and th- this was a big like, uh, special uh, effects at you know work for them. So they tried a lot. They did yeah. a lot of like work on it. Yeah. So it just probably did pay off. <laughs> obviously, um, twenty one and over. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like this movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's really funny. Um, it's it's Hangover, but for like the college. Generation, okay. Sure. Pretty much. A Project X. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. These. Uh. It's uh, Miles Teller, and I forget. I think Jonathan Katz. Uh. Their friend gets Justin like. Justin uh, Chan. Jonathan Katz. Yeah. A fucking nice dog. Yeah. 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 Uh. Their friend gets like uh, uh, like really really drunk on his birthday or something. Like he's twenty one years old, but like he's he's like a straight A student, and uh-huh. his parents are gonna like kill him if they find out. So they go around town trying to like trying to trying to get him because he's like running around town naked with like a teddy bear strapped to his, oh, his yeah. genitals uh it's it's really funny okay i really enjoyed it uh all right i'll check it out uh remake of the evil dead i still haven't seen this one i kind of don't want to i well i like fede alvarez uh, he's a director i actually do know he did don't breathe too yeah and Say, uh, there's mixed feelings I have for Don't Breathe. I like parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other parts I can't get past of. But I, I think that guy's um, decent enough. He can probably he, he probably has a career ahead of him. I'm sure this movie is like a really, really good horror movie. But the trailers alone kind of I, I don't know i'm gonna check it out but i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. like this i'm gonna be as far away from the screen as possible sure because there are just scenes i mean i've seen bits and pieces here and there uh and just the oh the it looked the like special, it took the evil the dead part to another level yeah the makeup for the creatures in that movie oh oh yeah it took out. it took it to another level yeah uh i skipped over it uh the incredible burt wonderstone <laughs> god um I can't remember anything about this movie. I heard, I've heard mixed things about the, that. This movie is actually kind of funny in some areas. I I do remember enjoying it. Uh, Steve Carell is hilarious. Um, oh, I forgot Steve Buscemi was in it. Yeah, I 
I saw this movie once when it came out, and that's it. But I do remember, I do remember enjoying it. Yeah, um, I'll check it out eventually. Uh, yeah. I don't know if top ten, probably not top ten. Probably, definitely not for me. Uh, moving on to what should we find? GI Joe Retaliation. This is the oh, this re- is the sequel. Huh? Sequel, yeah. Oh, Man. Adrian Pilecki again. Look at that. This movie. In what a what what a waste! Like, have, yeah. you, have you seen this one? No, I haven't seen the GI Joes. Um, oh, it, I, I know people who are, like, unapologetically love it. The first one was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first one, but the second one just, I think they made one more after this, and I hear that it's better. But this second one is just like such a weak follow up. First of all, they, uh, so there's a main character in the first movie. Uh, and they make a pretty big deal about this character. Like, he's, he's all over the first one. Uh, he, he dies, like, five minutes. I'm not even kidding. Like, five minutes into the second one to make room for a new main character. And that was, like, probably their biggest mistake because they sure. did not advertise that well at all. Like, there was no indication that this was a, uh, a role uh, switch. So, like, people were mad from the beginning. But then it just turned into, like... It, I don't think Michael Bay was involved with this at all, but it definitely turned into a Transformers movie. Sure. In in terms of that that campiness, but like, I we've talked about this before, like a, a handful of times. But the Transformer movies are just that special kind of breed that yeah. I, don't, I don't think a different, I don't think any other movie could like imitate. Yeah. And this movie tries like a lot. Yeah. No, I would say what you will about the Transformers. They they have their scale down. Yeah. You know the scale of their. I mean, they're well made movies. Yeah. And. It is hard to make something of that scale uh, if you're not Michael Bay, because right. Michael Bay is the only per- Michael Bay and James Cameron are probably the only directors who think that big. Yeah. Um, who think that fucking big? So yeah. Oh, next next two fifty. Awesome. Right. We still got an hour left. We might be able to get through most of this. Let's do it. Um, it man, the final fight. Uh, I don't think this is part of the. Um. Like the main Ip Man series. Yeah. I don't oh, think might so. Might not be. No, I don't even see. Because it, it Man is, um. That, uh, he's it's the same actor. All four of them, right? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember his name. I, but I, it's not Yun, that guy. It's. Yun. Don Yun. Don. Oh, man. You know what? Yeah, it's Before gonna, we it's become gonna, stupid, we sound super stupid. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to look it up. So, uh, cause I, I need to know that now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm pausing the whole, put the podcast on pause. <laughs> Until uh, we I gotta it figure out. this out. Um, it, man. I, Donnie Yen. Um, Donnie Yen. Okay. Fucking Christ. Um, he's also in that stupid Star Wars movie. Oh, Rogue One? Yeah. yeah. I'm one with the Force in the Force movie. Okay, actually, you know what? People give love to Rogue One and I just don't get it. Yeah? Like... This is not a Rogue One podcast. <laughs> we could definitely get into that I, at some point. I mean, I just, I'm of the mind that the only good part is the Darth Vader part at the end. Like, oh, that's a really good part. I just can't buy into their relation, like, the the father-daughter thing. I just didn't buy into it. Mm-hmm. And sure, the, there's a lot of good Star Wars stuff at the end uh, with the all the, the planets, the the fight that happens toward the end. I mean, sure, that's fine, but I don't know. Uh, moving on, Olympus has fallen. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is probably the only good one. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not. That's putting it lightly, dude. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, this was. This came out the same year White House Down came down. It did. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. and that was um, weird to me. Channing Tatum is just everywhere. Yeah, man. He is acting his ass off. He's just all working all the time. Yeah. Um, but this is Gerald Butler, and did you see Angel Has Fallen? No, no. So that's on Netflix right now, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I might check it out. After After Olympus and White House, I was kind of done, but I'll, I'll check out the third one just to see where it goes. So there. there, it's Olympus, then it's London. London. Oh, not White House Has Fallen. That's the Channing Tatum White yeah. House Down. Uh, yeah, London has fallen, and then Angel has fallen. Yeah. And I'm sure there's gonna be some more has fallens. I don't think, I don't think they're finished. You don't think so? No, I, I really feel like, uh, they're gonna- I have fallen. (laughs) We have fallen. (laughs) (laughs) It becomes, um, um, what's, what's that movie, uh, with, uh, um, Escape from New York or <laughs> Escape from LA or whatever. Yeah. It becomes those movies. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. The host. Oh oh no. no oh no. god. Yeah. The host. Uh, this movie was like supposed to. It was supposed to be amazing. It was supposed to like be the next big thing, you know. Yeah. Like Twilight had just finished, and so um, they were trying to like eke off that success, oh, and they were hard. like. Oh man, this was supposed to be it, and it fell hard. The trailers just showed how how much it wanted to be Twilight or The Hunger Games. Like it was yeah. like huge young adult dystopian. Oh god, it tried yeah. so hard. This movie and then um, the Divergent series. Oh man, I the Divergent wait to get series to those. tried so. Hard. Oh, and then the the Maze Runner series too. Oh yeah, ah dude, there. Oh, there were a lot of. Young adult dystopian novels getting adapted. They yeah, were just dude, like, like they were getting killed left and right. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, moving on. God, I have not thought about the host until right there. <laughs> I have not. I just erased Oblivion. I love oh. this movie. I love this movie. This it has is been a, top a minute. 10. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's been a minute since I've watched it, but I think this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, let's see. A veteran assigned to extract Earth's remaining resources begins to question what he knows about his mission and himself. And this movie takes so many turns. It just keeps going deeper and deeper. It mm-hmm. is much a much deeper, much bigger story than it originally looks like. Yeah. Um, and I've heard argument of the, it's the first half and the second half are two different movies. I disagree with that. I think it it steadily goes into that second half pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it does become a different um, story, but it's not. No, it becomes a different um, objective. Uh, like toward the end, you know, it, 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 there's a big twist in the middle. You know, right. like <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. And then there's twists upon twists, so, but it's good. I really like this. Um, it's definitely intriguing for sure. It's, yeah. And yeah. And they figured out how to get Tom Cruise on a motorcycle somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. I yeah, I'll put that on my top ten real quick for sure. Forty two. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I actually fucking have this in my closet, and I still haven't seen it. Um, oh really? No, I have uh, the Natural in my closet, and I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, no, have uh, have you seen this? I have, yeah. Is it good? It's really good. Yeah, I love it. Um, Jackie Robinson. 
the first major, uh, first black guy play bas- baseball. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess that's the story, yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot Harrison Ford was in this movie entirely. I did, too, and I did, too, until you mentioned it. And then I was like, oh, shit, I was picturing that. I remember him in the trailers, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is a really good biopic. Um, this was before I knew who Chadwick Boseman was, but he does a great job. I think this and, uh, what is it, the the Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown, James Brown uh, movie that he did. Get On Up, I think it was. If I'm like... I actually don't know that movie. Um, yeah, Get On Get Up, on yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah, these are two of uh, his best movies, I think. I think he, in both of those, he definitely loses himself in the role that he's playing. Uh, Chadwick Boseman is an underrated actor. He's he's really really good. Uh, he's probably not underrated no more. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> thanks to Black Panther, but I think that uh, not a lot of people realize that he was in a lot of great stuff before that. Yeah, it's, yeah, forty two, and I guess Get On Up for sure. I I haven't even heard of Get On Up to be fair. Unfortunately, um, let's see, Draft Day. I've heard of that, but mm-hmm. that was kind of. Forgotten gods of Egypt, Jesus Christ! Oh, did a lot of TV, yeah, a lot of TV. It looks like Uh, Cold Case, ER, all over T, Law and Order, yeah, Third Watch, yeah, lots of Lincoln Heights, Persons Unknown. I don't even know that. I don't know. Persons Unknown, Castle, The Glades. I've heard of those. So yeah, I think it was really Forty Two, and then Get On Up. That like. And then and then Black Panther came out. Now everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, Pain and Gain. Oh, I didn't like this movie. You didn't. No. I didn't know what to think about it at first, and I've come to realize well, not realize, but think that this is Michael Bay's like only really good movie. I think. Maybe I need to watch it again. I I just I might have been reading into it more than. Uh, it it wanted to say, but I thought it was an extremely um, it was going for. It's it, it was over the top, on purpose, mm-hmm. and I think it was trying to make a statement because of that. Like it follows Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson, Anthony Mackie, who are all incredibly like stacked dudes, and. I think it's trying to send a message about, like, oh, God, I hate saying this, but toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. I think there's, like, some sort of, like, these guys are men, man's men, man's man. Like, they're (laughs) fucking stacked to the brim, and, and not only that, they work their asses off, and, you know, and they believe in what they believe in, uh, and they believe if they work hard, they get whatever they want, and they kind of go they're like okay if we if we work hard at like this illegal thing you know because they start to get they start doing illegal stuff and uh, because like this is America we can do whatever the hell we want right you know or something they just and I think it's over the top on purpose Mm -hmm. because they these guys go fucking downhill they start doing evil fucking shit by the end of it um and yeah I I thought it was pretty good um and it's pretty funny too. Um, it gave me um, Martin Scorsese vibes, actually. Really? It because of because of how ridiculous um, 
his movies and so his movies can be over the top too, right? But on per- for a reason too. But they're ju- the, there's like comedy weaved in throughout it, and mm-hmm. like this movie has comedy weaved in throughout it, even though like you're laughing at pretty unspeakable things, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, dude, Dwayne Johnson beats the shit out of a priest at one point, and yeah. it's super funny, but it's also like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. But, like, he's crying the whole time he's doing it, and mm-hmm. and then he cries afterwards, and it's super funny, <laughs> but you're also like, jeez, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'll uh, have to watch it again for sure. I think my expectations were just uh, very different. I just think it's a different movie than it makes itself out to be. For sure. Um, and I think there's something there that... A lot of people just kind of just didn't see, bother to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that's. I don't think it's top ten material, but I think there is something there that I think most people missed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Iron Man three. Oh wow! Speaking of movies, uh, I think a lot of people judge a little too harshly. Yeah. I I really enjoy Iron Man three. Iron Man three is totally fine. Yeah. Um, man, Iron Man two is. If you want to shit on a movie, oh, yeah. Iron Man 2, go for Iron Man 2. That is perhaps... It's definitely a contender for just the worst in the MCU. Yeah. I feel like that and Thor The Dark World yeah. are like... <sighs> Thor 3 way. is definitely much better than 2. Yeah. And I rewatched 2, and 2 is not even like the worst movie ever. You it's know? not terrible, but uh, it's just very forgettable. It's... I'll tell you about <laughs> dude. Like, the whole, the whole Guy Pierce stuff... Or, not Guy Pierce. um... Hammer stuff is just. I wish that was not in that movie. Yeah, uh, his character was just not in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Guy Pierce in this is in this movie, and uh, what a strange movie. Yeah, uh, what a strange role for him. Uh, I don't know if it's built. I don't know. I, I think this is one of the most miscast. Um, I, I think <laughs> I don't think he's belongs in that role. I really don't. Um, either that or he's just not a good actor. <laughs> but. I think, but he is a good actor because I've seen Memento and he's good in that. Um, it's probably, I mean, it's just such a weird, like the movie is 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 just fine. It's just a fine, pretty good MCU movie, but it does have the weirdest and possibly weakest villain. Yeah, in, in and the it's series. like you don't even realize. Oh God, yeah, and it switches villains halfway through. You're yeah, like, yeah. you think it's one guy, and you're like, and. I mean, you legitimately think it's one guy, and then it's like, aha, I gotcha. It's, it's, it's actually, actually this, this guy, guy yeah. and you're like. And it's like, uh, all because Tony Stark, like, like, uh, granted, it was being a jerk, like, definitely left him up there. Yeah, I but mean, like, what a, what a decision to make after that. Like, all right, since he ditched me, I'm gonna become one of the most uh, sinister supervillains of all time. God, and, like, that's create this terrorist group. Yeah, that's the that's the thing, and it's like, well, that's another thing. Um, I watched, um, rewatched, uh. Far from home recently. Right. And it's like, man, how many times are they are, are they gonna like? Because this is the second time they've done it now. Um, how many times are they gonna make bad guys motivations because <laughs> Tony <laughs> fucked them over? Somehow? Right. Yeah. Like, how many times is that gonna happen? Right. Like, I mean, even uh, Homecoming was about that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of shit. A lot of people are pissed because of uh, Iron Man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really pisses people off. Yeah, Iron um, Man in particular. No one else, though. <laughs> Just Iron Man. <laughs> I'd say this movie, uh, not a lot of people mention this, uh, it has a lot of really good non-Iron Man Tony Stark scenes, uh, especially action-wise. I think there's, like, there's like the, the, the scene where he's, like, uh, saving the people 
or no, not saving. He's like uh, saving the president or something. I can't remember exactly. It was like him and it's uh, Don Cheadle, uh, and they they're not in their suits, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so like Don Cheadle just has his gun, uh, and I think that's a very like a really cool scene just with them. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's right. That's right. That was fun. Yeah, and like they weren't in their suits or anything. Um, the scene where you do find out that the first villain was actually fake. And, uh, oh yeah, what, the, what he does, yeah, the yeah. little fucking makeshift stuff he makes, like, and, like, with scrap materials, like, fucking oh, asshole yeah. genius, yeah. <laughs> just putting shit together. Oh, oh and, and I'm completely forgetting, like, the scene in the, in the snowy place with the, with the kid. It's, it's hard for me to remember what these places are called, but, like, when he's in that snowy town with the kid and he's yeah. being chased by that girl, uh, and, like, he has the, uh... Oh, uh, you know what, I don't remember any of those scenes. You know, like, where he has, like, the vivid flashbacks to, like, uh like, the Battle of New York, and, like, he's having, like, some heart issues and stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I mean, again, it's just an okay movie. I feel like a lot of that is forgettable. I think a lot of people argue that there's there's just too much to deal with, because there is that... It's dealing with Guy Pierce's character, and then it's dealing with the the Mandarin, or the fake Mandarin, and then it's and also then dealing with... kid, the, and, like, yeah. his relationship with fucking her, which is yeah. always a thing. Yeah. It's uh, a lot for him to handle, but, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. does tackle it very well. Yeah, I think he really made he he definitely made this character. I I can't see anybody ever playing Tony Stark. Oh no, I never has a has a has a has a character been cast so perfectly. Right, like Chris Pratt was the best cast character in them in that in the MCU since you know Iron Man. Right, and then there was yeah, and then there was Tom who uh, Holland. You know yeah. Fucking Christ! Yeah, they they cast the shit out of those movies. They do um, a good job. Uh, moving on, Iron Man three. I don't think it's top ten material, but no. um, uh, not terrible. Uh, no. not great. Not terrible. Uh, moving on. Oh, Great Gatsby. That's uh, that's probably better. Oh <laughs> uh, damn! Yeah, Great Gatsby. I have not seen this actually. Really? Oh, uh, this is a good one. You should definitely check it out. Uh, I watched the movie before I ever read the book because I didn't need to read the book. Because you're... Well, yeah, because we're, we're awesome. We don't need to read books. We don't right. need to read books. I chose books Animal Farm. Nerds. So. I chose the better form. I chose Animal Farm and Fahrenheit 451 for my uh, my class books. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No Romeo and Juliet are great Gatsby for me. Too overrated. But uh, the movie's really good. Um, what's his name? First Spider-Man. Not First Spider-Man. Uh, like, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, yeah. Uh, he's sort of the uh, narrator and the uh, main-ish character. I mean, the main character is Gatsby, obviously. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Tobey Maguire tells the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's the um. There's a word for it. I always forget, but he's like the driving force uh, of the movie. Oh, he's um like uh, the Virgil. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's a really uh, great. He's really good in this movie. This was the first movie I saw outside of Spider-Man for him. He does a great job. It was this and then Brothers, which I don't think a lot of people have God, seen. God, that... I've seen the ending scene of that and it's... I... Well, I haven't even seen the end of... I had to stop it because I was like, damn, I don't want to watch this movie and then see this scene, you know? Yeah. So, but I just know, like, it's fucking scary. <laughs> like, he is. is... He loses his shit at the end of it. And it's like... It's scary, you know, like, you feel all that tension. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a fucking s fucked up movie. Um, I don't know I, if we've gotten to that one yet, or if we're even, I, I think it was before 2010, but 
Yeah. Brothers is a recommendation, like, for sure. I keep wanting to watch that. I'm scared to watch it. Though. <laughs> um, jeez. I, unfortunately, I have seen this one. After Earth. Oh, God. The... You know what, though? There's nothing bad about this movie. It's just so fucking boring. Yeah. It is the most boring movie you could ever watch. And, and for it's, a Shyamalan movie, there's, like, nothing going on. Yeah. It, and, like, that is the biggest crime any movie could create. It's just, it's boring. Yeah. And I don't know how you could have this budget, have this source material, and just create the most monotone, whispery, not-talky characters who... Oh yeah, the, they just don't talk, and the way the they shots speak, are so long, and there's it's supposed to like the way they speak is supposed to be some weird quirk of their of the human race or something, but it's just like oh I forgot awkward. about that. You write that and, uh, the way they talk to each other. It's just it's just and there weird. is a there is a twist at the end. I can't for the life of me remember why. I think he figures out he has some sort of ability, but I don't remember. But. It's all, but of course he has to have a fucking twist, and there's a fucking twist, and I, I uh, it, the worst part about this movie is that it's boring. I could probably <laughs> watch sit and watch this movie if it was ten times less boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ, Shyamalan, what <laughs> happened, man? Talk about a director who. He's the only director I know of who started, who had such a song start and just somehow just forgot how to make movies. Yeah. I've just never, I don't understand his thought process of behind five movies in a row he made that were just like. Incredible. No. Bad. Oh, you're Incredibly bad. Incredibly okay. <laughs> uh, Incredibly bad. He made two outstanding movies and then just went down and well, in the village. He did, he did um. Unbreakable. He did six. Did six cents. Six cents. Yeah. So those were like his two big ones. Right? I swear there was like another. Then there was like the village, which, and signs, right? Oh. And people for the most part fall on no, those are gar- garbage movies. <laughs> uh, I've never seen the village. I have seen signs. I don't like it. Um, he did uh, oh, something with um, with Nicolas Cage. Yes, the the. Knowing. Knowing, yeah. That was him, wasn't it? And then he did The Happening, too, right? Right, with Wahlberg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I might be wrong. <laughs> no! no. <laughs> I mean, he kind of came back with The Visit. The um, Visit was awesome. I liked The Visit. Yeah. Um, Split was pretty good. I like Split. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw Glass, like the culmination. No, I haven't. That one's very weak. I, I didn't yeah. like that one. But that's more of a... Surprisingly, that has very mixed reviews. Some people really love it. Some people really hate it. So. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. I've heard, for the most part, it's not good, though. Yeah. If you're a normal person, it's not good. So. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, moving on to an awesome fucking movie. Awesome. Star Trek Into Darkness. Hell yes, dude. I fucking love all of these Star Trek movies. Dude, people... This is the one that people really, really get on. Like, a lot. I think the first one's better than this one, to be honest. Oh, yeah, the first one is definitely the best of the trilogy, but, but I, this I one's love really this good, one. too. Yeah. This one's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. He's oh fucking God. awesome. I can, I can say that this movie's fucking awesome. His con is, is so good. Like, so, so, so God, good. his con's better than the original con. Yeah. Like, I watched the original um, con movie, mm-hmm. Wrath of Con. It is. <laughs> 
so, like, underwhelming. Yeah. Like, God, I was expecting a, a character, and he is, he's a character, but, like, his motivations are weak, and he's also a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. In the, have, you, have you seen it? Yeah. Dude, he's Breath a fucking Con, idiot. Yeah. He's a fucking moron. He's just a, a very textbook supervillain. Like he, yeah, he he's so no... textbook, but yeah, you're right. He's yeah. incredibly textbook, and, and the dude acting him is going like Shakespeare routes. But like, yeah, it it's so like he's dumb. He's the <laughs> dumbest villain I've ever seen. Like he doesn't do anything in that entire movie, mm-hmm. and he always fails. He never outsmarts him. I, I, it, they just fall in a trap by accident. Right. You know, it's like it. I hated. I wanted to like that. I was expecting too much, I think. Um, but Star Trek Into Darkness is yeah. awesome. It's so good. And, yeah, uh, I don't. we don't need to go too much into it. Um, but if, well, I, I just want to say I really love the stuff they did with Spock. Oh, yeah. Like, it was really good. Uh, Spock um, <laughs> basically wants to kill himself in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Spock is very, very, very depressed. Barry's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, dude, he is. He's like... <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, any chance he has to kill himself, if it means, like, people will be fine, he goes for it. Like, he's like, oh, you know what? There's a chance uh, they can make it if I do this. All right. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop. Stop. We can figure it out. Stop. Five minutes. Give us five minutes. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, I like uh, his character arc. Um, yeah. I love the switch at the end. Uh, where they switch who's on which side of the uh, the reactor. Yeah. And that is such a more powerful moment than the original series was. Yeah. Um, God, I... It It's so good. Mm-hmm. I This reignited my love for Star Trek, oh, um, yeah. these movies. Um, and it's made me watch the original series, and uh, I watched all of Next Generation. I haven't seen all of the original series, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking love all the Star Trek. Star Trek is awesome. And you know what? I'm going to say it right fucking now. Star Trek has more good shit than Star Wars does. Ooh, that's a bold claim. That's a bold claim, <laughs> but there is more good shit in Star... There's more good quality Star Trek content. There is more Star Trek content. That's true. But there's more good stuff than um, there is bad stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a, I'll have to remember the name of it, but a friend of mine told me about a podcast, this is a quick sort of plug because I don't remember the name, but it's a podcast that is currently reviewing every single piece of Star Trek content, uh, one episode at a time. So they're starting with the original series, Next Generation, all the movies, all the other series. I would love to do that, I, I, but I, I have to broaden my interest, this is why we're doing a movie (laughs) podcast. We could spend an entire episode talking about Star Trek. I, yeah. I would love to. We could do four episodes doing that. That'd be fun. They're they're doing something incredibly bold. I mean, they're they're never going to be done. Like if if the the simple idea of Star Trek means it can never die. Yeah, like, it's going to go on forever. This the idea of Star Trek is that anybody it could fit in anything. Uh, it was written so that anyone could be a part of it, and, right. and it could be. There is any you could put any plot in there. Right. You could write anything. It is the most sci-fi thing you could ever put your hands on, and right. you could write any story in it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so palatable. It's why I was saying, um, I don't know if it was this podcast or last podcast that Tarantino um, rated our Star Trek oh, right. is. There's so much room for it in that universe. You know, right. I want a more adult Star Trek. 
Right. I want a very adult Star Trek. I want... Because there's room for that. I mean, the Borg. The Borg are fucking terrifying yeah. enemies. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, is a terrifying enemy in this one. They could make easily make this movie R mm-hmm. with his, his anger and his rage, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I love Star Trek. And yeah. there is more content to, to like from Star Trek than there is from Star Wars. There's more content to hate in Star Wars than there is in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, let's uh, move on. Uh, okay. Let's keep moving on. Uh, that's definitely going on my top ten. Uh, yeah. I'm, pl- I'm going to write that now. Oh, The Purge. Um, oh. I have not seen this. Um, but speaking of Ethan Hawke. Yeah, right? Um, I really like this one. I think this is the only Purge that I actually really like. I think the other ones are really fun movies. Uh, but this is the only one that feels like a really smart horror movie. Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah? It is... I'm just double-checking. So. You're good. It is very I scary. I haven't seen it. It's... Uh, before before all these other home invasion movies came out, The Purge really kind of uh, solidified what a modern home invasion movie is like, and it's oh like that's weird. I never I never thought about that being a genre home invasion movie. Right, you know, because you got The Purge, you have uh, your next. Yeah, um, I mean that, but now that I think about it, you're, yeah, you're right. There's yeah. a ton of them, uh, and The Purge really started that, and it's like just the the un settling nature of the villains in their masks and stuff because they're like I think what's really crazy about it what really creeps me out is that they're like 20 like 364 days out of the week they're normal people but like the whole plot of this movie is that like you give people one day to just do whatever they want to do like all crime is legal and they go batshit insane like yeah there's there's people in here murdering people for like sport just because they can and yeah like, and, Every other day, they're just normal. Kids. And unfortunately, I mean, and totally, you can totally make so many sequels out of this. And I wholly expected them to, and they did. Yeah. Um, but the simple um, prospect of it leaves it open for so many, like, really good stories to tell. Right. I don't need a fucking prequel. What led up to this shit? Like, <laughs> give me like, you can have dramas set in this idea, like, yeah. or like. Dramas that happen, you know, like, after all this shit. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you can have people who... Uh, this is, like, the, my, my thing with the MCU right now, the, with the blip. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much, like, the, how, like, everyone just comes back five years later. Like, right. there are so many, like, social problems going... There are people who remarried. There are people who probably, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, there are so many different things that could have oh, happened yeah. in there- five years. There's are- so many stories I hope they still tell within that, that time frame. Yeah, with well, with with that idea alone. You know, and right. there's so many different stories you can tell with this idea, like, where... Because people, if they're allowed to, you know, if they're given... They will. They absolutely fucking will lose their minds and just start killing people because right. it's like, fuck it. No one's stopping me. <laughs> you know Right, like, exactly. There's no... Literally, if you have no consequences, like... There's yeah, there's literally no reason, and yeah, I'm I'd be fucking terrified. I'm sure there's so many great stories to tell in this, and it's unfortunate that they um, they went a route where they have to tell the most textbook stories, you know? Yeah, they just went straight up like apocalypse now kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I really want to watch this. Uh, Ethan Hawke, Lena Hetty. That's a that's a pr- Lena Hetty. That's a pretty good cast right there. Oh yeah. Um, 
I've always wanted to watch this, and the idea is ridiculous. Of course, that I don't think that ever fucking happened. But, no. Um, fucking who knows, baby. Uh, <laughs> At this point, feels like it. Um, but yeah, moving on. Fast and Furious Six. All right, I haven't seen any of them past past five, so. Uh, I I can't remember if I've seen six. I don't remember which one that is. That was directed by Justin Lee. Uh, uh, yeah, I fucking don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, movie. It was the last one with Paul Walker, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, that's when uh, that song came out. I'll see you again. <laughs> God, that that song has a billion views. Uh, Young and Beautiful, have you seen, heard of those? Mm-hmm. It's a French movie. Okay. Uh, Heaven. Very uh, risque, I'm imagining. Very, yeah. Blue Ruin, have you seen this? I have not, but I've heard of it. Oh, dude, super good. Um, yeah. Very, it's an indie movie. Um, hardly anyone's in it. I don't think actually anyone's in it. Um, <laughs> I think it's all, um, but it's about a a dude who uh, he's homeless, and uh, I forget all the circumstances leading up to him being homeless, but I know there's issues with his family. And, uh, let's see. He, you, you start off watching him live his homeless life, sneaking into, like, people's homes and taking baths and shit and finding food and stuff. Hmm. Uh, so, it's those from that. And then he gets word that, uh, let's see. When he returns to his childhood home to carry out, oh, a mysterious outsider's quiet life is turned upside down when he turns to Return, returns to his ho- childhood home to carry out an act of vengeance. Proving himself an amateur assassin, he winds up in a brutal fight to protect his estranged family. So, um, uh, there is someone in his life who has just be, been released from prison and he killed someone in his life. Uh-huh. I don't remember exactly who. But he's like, I'm gonna go fucking kill that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, spoiler alert, you know, halfway through the movie, he does. <laughs> he, he was. Uh, and then um, the people who were attached to that guy come after this homeless guy now. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's really good movie. Um, and it leads up to a final fight that is so like gripping. Like he plays it smart as smart as smart as he can, anyways. As, right. You know. And what's great about this movie is that he's not perfect. You know, he fucks up a lot, but um, you know he plays it as smart as he knows how to and um you would you could say the dude is really smart because he's not um trying to do anything more than he knows um so does that make a man smart um (laughs) sure maybe does it make him intelligent probably not um yeah uh but yeah that's going on my top 10 absolutely i like this movie a lot um blue ruin all right we're almost halfway through these movies i only got four on so we were getting through a, a few of them, and I only had a few. Oh, Inside, Inside the London. London is... I haven't seen this movie, but I really want to. I really do too. Um, it's one of, I like. It's just one I have to see. You know. Yeah, I feel like it's it so much too. about it's it. Cohen movie, um, Cohen Brothers movie, and then yeah. Oscar Isaac with Carrie Mulligan, John John Goodman. Yeah, I mean, I should check it out. Uh, the Lunchbox. Have you heard of this? I have not. Indie movie with Irfan Khan. Rest in peace, my man. Um, um, he just died recently. Yeah. Um, so, I'm pretty sure that was him. I'm going to double check. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, my friend. What a... He was battling cancer for a long time. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Very diverse actor, dude. Like, he was like in he was a lot of things in America, but yeah. he he's always, not talked about enough. He's definitely not, no. Um, and unfortunately, I need to see that. I need to see more of his movies. Um, movies he's in. Uh, moving on. Hangover Part 3. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Moving on. Yeah. As I Lay Dying, which is James Franco's directorial debut, question mark? I think it's his debut. Um, I know. I don't know. Mm. Did you see that? I have not, no. No, okay. Moving on to All is Lost. Have you heard of this? I have not. Robert Redford, though. Huh. Oh, my God. Ryan Gosling, Only God Forgives. Where is this set at? What? I, ha I have to know. I think this is fucking L.A. Arrives in Bangkok. Okay. Okay, so no, he's not. Okay, I was gonna say this looks like L.A. as fuck because of the neon lights and shit. What is with him and neon lights, man? Him and and just like very crazy fonts, you know? Like again, all the movies, movies before Drive, Place Beyond the Pines, The Nice Guys. It seems like every movie he has has like a really vibrant uh, or like stylized logo. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a single movie where it's just like like Times New Roman or anything. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's um, he's got he's got flair. <laughs> he does. It's Ryan Gosling, you know? Um, but uh, All is Lost. Have you seen this? I have not. So this is an interesting movie where the only star is Robert Redford. He's the only actor in the entire movie. Really? So um, that's all I know about this movie. Um, and he, it's, it takes place out in the sea. So that's literally all I know about it. But um, apparently it's super good. Um, I've always wanted to check it out. Nebraska. Uh, no, I, have, I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> Alexander Payne and... Bruce Dern. Um, this this made me aware who who Bruce Dern was. Um, I think he's passed, has he? I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna double check the. Oh, he's still kicking. Oh, yeah, he's still around. Thirty six. Wow. Nineteen thirty six. Damn. Um. Yeah. I've always wanted to check that out. Also, also Bob Odenkirk. Uh, yeah. Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah. Uh, a lot of. I've heard a lot of things about it. Uh, blue is the warmest color. I think I think we'd be uh, remiss if we didn't at least mention this. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this. I haven't either, but there is a lot of, uh, a lot a, of fame around it. There's a lot of fame around it, yeah. yeah. Um, I, for, for probably one reason only, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I know there's a good movie in there, too, um, outside of all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got Leah Sadu in it. I think that's how you say your name. But this was, um, I think, her big thing because after this, she was in um, Mission Impossible 4. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Protocol. So, yeah. I I don't know what else she's in, but she always reminded me. I, I watched um, Risky Business recently. Okay. And um, the girl who he has sex with in that movie actually reminds me a lot of, of Leah, Leah Sadu. Uh, man, I hope I'm not pronouncing that wrong. So no, but yeah, um, yeah. I've always wanted to check this out. Um, probably will eventually. Um, mm -hmm. Moving on, uh, the immigrant. Have you heard of this? I have. Yeah, Walking Fans, Jeremy Renner. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've I've, I've been needing needing to check this out too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good things I've heard about this. Uh, moving on, The internship. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We could probably just keep going. Um, World War Z. Oh, oh man, this was an interesting watch. It um, was. 
I don't think this movie's terrible. I don't either. Um, damn, I just, I think it it misses the mark somewhere. There's something it is it's missing that really pushes it over the edge for me. Mm-hmm. I think the first thirty minutes or so are awesome. Yeah, I think once they finally get on the plane and things start, they start to catch their breath. I think it doesn't really catch up to that speed anymore. Maybe toward the end, there's a moment where I fucking roll my head so hard where they're walking, where they're finally they're getting out and they're on the bikes or whatever, and his fucking phone goes off because his wife can't bother to not talk to him. <laughs> yeah, oh my and God. I don't know why the fuck she's calling him. He knows he's on a fucking mission mission and i don't know why his ringer is not off because he's He's on a fucking mission mission. oh man that that annoyed me um that annoyed me but uh other than that um we move on to a really good one this This is the end this is going on i fucking love so part of my seth um fandom i have three seths that i really (laughs) love seth green seth mcfarland and seth rogan all very good seths uh my my sethdom (laughs) <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen is uh, one of my favorite, also comedic actors uh, and comedic writers of all time. Oh, I, yeah. I'll watch anything he's really attached to. Um, and this one is awesome. Yeah, uh, this is like uh, what do they call it? The they they did an episode of American Dad, uh, The Rapture. That was it. Uh, yeah. The Rapture happens. Um, and literally everyone in Hollywood is not sin. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's just yeah. that that joke alone is so fucking funny. It's um so it's it's like Jay Baruchel, Seth Rogen, James Franco, just Seth Rogen's Rat Pack of like friends, and they all have like a party at James Franco's house. And right in the middle of it, the rapture starts, and this big sinkhole to hell like opens up. And just, and just yeah. everyone. And it's all about Seth there. Rogen and the, all of them just surviving, I guess. Yeah. And well, they want to try and get get into heaven, so they try right. and rapture themselves, get themselves raptured or whatever. Right. And fucking uh, Emma Watson is in this, oh and God. she is so good. She's in I like wish one she, scene, and it's hilarious. Yeah, she's in one scene, and I think she shows up later for a joke. But like, she's like the leader of all these like cannibals or whatever. And oh God, I. Pro- the, uh, I wish she did more. Th- I wish she got to do more things like that. Remember the uh, the Channing Tatum cameo? I told. <laughs> he, he was um he was a uh, uh, Danny McBride's uh, like pet, almost. Oh shit! Remember I don't. That? I yeah. I remember that joke. <laughs> I don't remember. I yeah. I remember that joke a little bit. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Channing Tatum on a leash. I remember so... them walking into the room in the beginning and Michael Sarah's having a threesome and then they ask the question like how does how did they have a threesome like that? <laughs> it's super funny. Oh uh, god. Michael Sarah really really knocked it out of the park in this movie too. He really plays a fucking stupid version of himself. <laughs> um but from what I also understand is that that's also him. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the so a lot of the people in this movie in this movie are like friends. Like I said, there's Seth Rogen's right back. Uh and they kind of play really satirical uh, but truthful versions of, like, the worst versions of themselves. Yeah. And I think they all kind of, like, had to look at themselves in a different lens. Especially, like, Jonah Hill or, like, James oh, Franco, who, who's, <laughs> whose worst qualities are just put in, like, like full view in I, this movie. I love, yeah, I love that they're so... What, they're so brave to do it. Yeah, I, I, that's a weird word to say, but it's, I think it takes a lot to like put yourself out there like that and yeah. show like just be as 
just show how terrible you are. Like, because yeah. they're, I mean, they are themselves, they're playing themselves. They're, right. So, and like you said, the worst versions of themselves. Right. The, like, there's a reason why they haven't all been. Um, also has um, little boy Jay Baruchel in it. He's yeah. um, one of my favorite. I love him. He's, he's favorite actors. actors. Um, for no reason, really. It's just, he's just always lovable as fuck. Yeah, you just feel, you, you feel a warm feeling when he shows up on the screen. Um. But yeah, um, yeah, that's going in my top ten. Moving on to Monsters University, one of the few Pixar movies I haven't seen. Oh, I just recently saw this for the first time too. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it though. It's I. We have to have a cons- discussion on what the best Pixar movie is. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. it's not this one, but it is a very interesting one. There's, I, it comes down to three for me. It comes down to Incredibles, uh, Finding Nemo, and. Uh, Monsters Inc. Okay. For me, it's uh, Incredibles, Monsters Inc., or Ratatouille. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting Toy Story is not on either of our list. Even it, though Toy Story is probably their best picture. Well, I don't... That's the discussion we got to have, because I don't know if it is. I think that it definitely pioneered uh, yeah. everything. I think... Because sure. I think Finding Nemo... It, there's... I still watch the end of Finding Nemo and Tear Up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so powerful. And not because it's sad, but because of how fucking powerful it is. It's yeah. so powerful. Um, and then... The... Monsters, Inc. has... Probably probably not their best, but Monster Inc. has so much heart in it mm-hmm. um, that it kind of pushes it over for me. And I read something into Monsters, Inc. recently that... So, I want to get your take on this. Um, okay. Since we're talking about Monsters, University... I was starting to think that um, all the monsters are uh, representations of, like, big companies. So when you think of big companies, you think of all these, like, like the only way you could run a big company like that and take all this money is you're a monster, right? Right. All these people are monsters. Like, Waternoose, he's, like, the ugliest of all of them, and all his workers are all these monsters and everyone everyone who works in the city you know okay. you know i got a, got a sense of like dc downtown dc you know uh-huh. and they're all just monsters right well but maybe you do have to be a monster to do something like to run a company like this or something like that but it doesn't mean you have to be you have to be a monster you know right. you maybe you have to do things that seem monstrous to run companies like that but as soli's character shows you don't have to be a monster to you know, uh, I don't know. Do you, what, what do you hear? What I'm saying? Like, is there do. something there? Yeah, that's do you think there's something take. there? Yeah, I, I what you're saying. That. I read. I might be reading into it a bit. Um, I mean, it has a lot to say about corporate greed for sure. Like, I think so like, too. Watching it, there's a lot. I was of just, I was starting to, I was just really wondering, like, what the scream was, what all the scream was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, why did they have to power their? What's that saying? Like. Why do they have to power everything off a of scream? Right. Screams, you know? Are they trying to power through fear? And if they're doing that, um, then they're all monsters, right? There's a... I, I definitely won't get into this now because it's too long, but there's, like, a whole Pixar theory that uh, kind of connects all of the Pixar movies together. Oh, yeah, there is. A, Brave started that. Yeah, it's yeah, a dude. very interesting story. I really want to talk about it, but it, it, it's, it's too much. But, uh, yeah, I... I like... I, I don't I think there's something there I had to think about that more before I expand on that mm. um but I I don't know why there's a what 
you know, there's a shortage going on of screams, you know, what does that mean? Like, are people becoming less scared? You know, okay, laughs are more powerful, but if that was always the case, why are we trying to rule through fear? Right. You know, I, I, I didn't, I just, I'm not a hundred percent sure everything that movie's going for. And I think it's the only one that has a lot more going on in the background that's saying. Right. A lot more um, of the covers that you think, right? Yeah. As far as the Pixar movies go. Well, that and Toy Story. I think Toy, there's a lot of things. Yeah. I think there's a lot a lot to say in The Incredibles as well. I think a lot of people Yes, but don't. the thing with the, the Incredibles is that um it's kind of out there and on your in your face. That's true. It it it'll outright I mean, I watched The Incredibles last night. Last okay. fucking night. Um and The Incredibles is so fucking good by the way. Yeah. So good. I mean, I you're right. In the first 30 minutes, there is so much commentary. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's commentary throughout, but there is so much... I mean, Dash saying, uh, everyone's special in their own way, and that's it. And he and then he goes, uh, that's just another way of saying no one is, or something. Right, like. Right. And then on there's, like, uh, the fight that Helen and Bob have together, mm-hmm. saying, you know, the second... You know, everyone needs a ribbon. You know, right. uh, you know he's it's not he's moving from the sixth grade to the seventh grade. You know, right, right. it's a ceremony. You know, it's like the second everyone needs. You know, a, you know, but the second someone's truly great. You know, something like that. You right, know, right. there's a lot of commentary there. There is about you know, and there's a there's so much red versus blue going on in there. Yeah, uh, there's oh, a lot sure. of red versus blue going on. And what I like about it is how um, instead of you know, fighting them against each other is how they should work together. Right. The, the red notions and the blue notions, you right. know, the more. Anyways, um, yeah, I there's a lot to unpack in that movie because it's one of their longer movies too. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I just went on a fucking ramble there, but <laughs> I love The Incredibles. You're right. There's so much to unpack in that movie. Yeah. Um, we could do a whole podcast just talking about Pixar movies. Oh, um, for sure. And then now that we got Studio Ghibli to unload on. On uh, HBO oh, Max, yeah. we can do a whole fucking podcast on those. Yeah. Um, uh, we have to move on. Uh, and let me know when you need to stop. Uh, okay. The Conjuring. Oh. This is a good one. Um, James Wayne, again, uh, one of my favorite yeah. directors. Um, purely because even though he specializes in horror, he can do anything. Oh, yeah. He did Aquaman. He did Aquaman. Really and that movie... As might, have, might have saved the DC. Might have saved it. <laughs> I mean, as far as... Far as like a big bot, I made more money than Wonder Woman. Yeah, shit ton more. Um, uh, yeah, I think it needed someone like James Wayne to look at this. Like, I mean, they could have had. Or sorry, we're talking about The Conjuring, um, <laughs> not Aquaman. Um, yeah, what do you what do we think about this movie? Oh, I love it. I yeah, this is one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, oh, it definitely gets under my skin though. James Wayne is like. He he's really good at setting. It's terrifying. Yeah, he's really good at setting the mood. He makes great. As far houses. as um like jump scare movies go, he is he he's always super good about his jump scares. They're never cheap or a double. And they they always feel real and generic or yeah. gen, uh, not generic not uh, generic um, genuine genuine. Uh, that's the opposite of generic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Livingston is also good. The kids are great. Yeah, um, yeah everyone's good. Um, I'm trying to think of something to take away from this movie. 
Because I remember watching it and thinking, okay, I think it's a bit unbelievable. I think the takeaway is don't move into a farmhouse. <laughs> like, that's what I definitely took from it, is do not move into places that look haunted. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you, are you, don't you realize you're in a horror movie? <laughs> no. Um, no, I think... Uh, no, this movie's fine. Um, I'll put this in my top ten. Uh, sure. Fuck it. I'll put it right now for, so I don't forget about it. It's, a, uh, it's another baby for me. Um, yeah, that's one I saw with Donna and scared the shit out of me. Man of Steel. Oh, okay. I like this movie. I've learned to appreciate it a lot more I since it came out. I understand why people don't like it and whatever. But It's got its problems. I think so, too. I think there's no reason that Kevin Costner needs to die in this movie. That was <laughs> yeah. the dumbest. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. That was super dumb for me. <laughs> it was like, no, stop. You have to understand the pain of losing a parent. Yeah. So I'm gonna die. Don't save me from this tornado. Yeah, Don't you use your e- powers. That you could easily use, like <laughs> it's the principle as he's getting swept away. <laughs> as, <laughs> as he's getting so- Don't save me. Learn to live with it. Learn the message. Yeah, learn All right, the- Kevin Costner. Oh, what if? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I just kept going past it. But um, yeah, I mean, Man of Steel is um. There's Christopher Nolan influence in there he produced for it. sure yeah um and you can definitely see where that that is especially the the music and the um that i think um he i fully think that the punching that man that the that superman has and in this movie uh and how they get thrown around every time and the the scale of which they get thrown around i think that's all um uh, Christopher Nolan's doing. Yeah. I mean, mate, I think that's all Christopher Nolan. Like, it, it's it just feels like he would take, you know, I mean, you got gods fighting each other. Right. Like, gods on earth fighting each other who have unbelievable strength. And, yeah, sure, they're going to reduce each other to punching each other, but, I mean, if, they're gonna, if you're going to see that, they might as well fucking fly around the earth, you know? And that's right. what they do by the end of it, and it's, I think it's fucking awesome. I, this is probably the only uh, DCEU movie, DCEU movie uh, that I could see fitting well with The Dark Knight. Uh, it makes me kind of want to see that, that future where Christopher Nolan didn't leave after The Dark Knight Rises and actually stayed with the... Uh, yeah, because they planned for. His... I think he had. I think he wanted to keep going, and then. He... I, I think he wanted to, but I just don't. I think that because uh, that's that's a huge thing to ask yeah. somebody to be part of a, a cinematic universe, and Nolan loves to make his own movies, and I think he kind of had a. I think there was that, and I also think he was probably getting like saw where they were going and was like, like mm, nah, because because he always wanted his Batman to be grounded, and Superman was probably the farthest he would. He isn't go. no, he's he isn't a big extended universe guy. Yeah, um, even with the Batman movies, he barely has. I mean, there's a shit ton of cameo or like throwaway lines that are like, oh, Batman stuff, but right, uh, not really like unless they're like using a character he doesn't just like use a random character you know right. from a from a batman like in all the batman movies there's if you see someone um and they have lines they're usually a batman character that you've seen before and they ha- they have something to do with the story right. they're not just thrown in there for no reason you right. know um but yeah um uh would i put man of steel on my top 10 i I'm, i i don't think so 
I like it a lot. I do. I just really don't think it's. It. It's just. I don't know. Maybe it's not top ten for me. There's, Even though I was a huge apologist for it, I defended the fuck out of it for a while. What were you about to say about it? Oh, just there's like a lot of glaring issues that I feel kind of sure stop it from being. That's more issues that I have with Zack Snyder's directing style. I love Snyder. Um, I think a lot of people forget that Zack Snyder's made some really good movies. Mm-hmm. Like for Batman v Superman and for Justice League, there's also Watchmen and 300, mm-hmm. which are some really incredible movies. But I think sometimes he gets a little too in his own personal style. You know what I mean? I think Man of Steel kind of started with that. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could actually totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. That I think about it. I never really thought about that, but absolutely, you're right. And you and you know what though? I it's it's kind of funny too because it feels like it's become he his movies have become less stylized. Yeah. You know, it's it feels like a 300 and on, you know, 300 stylized as fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 40 it's like it's honestly like a 40 minute movie if you stop all the slow-mo. Right. <laughs> um, but like it, it's stylized as fuck and then Watchmen is also pretty stylized but I wouldn't say it's nearly as stylized as 300. Oh, for sure. No. And then what? After What do you do after the um, oh, this? Think, I think it was Man Steel, yeah. This and then yeah, that's not, I wouldn't say it's even as stylized as that as Watchmen mm-hmm. and then I mean probably everything after that's just the same because he's only worked on the DCEUs recently but yeah I'm it's it's very weird I'm starting to really like I said I appreciate Man of Steel more now than I did when it came out uh I still don't like Dawn of Justice but uh, I, I don't know blames you but <laughs> I appreciate what he was going for and I think Ben Affleck's a really good Batman like I'm sorry I think I think and I think Henry Cavill's a really good Superman I think given the right directing uh, I just could be really good. they did not think out that universe well enough. No, they did not plan it well enough. Um, and they just were hurrying too fast. And if they have been waiting and pay, played their time, they could be on top right now. You right. know, because Endgame has just finished, right. and they could be taking over. Right. Because like, like if they had, if they had done what Marvel had done for five years now. They could be in the middle of, like, phase two. Right. Right? And, like, people would be on board with that, exactly. you know? And people, yeah, and, like, then there would be an epic, like, MCU versus DC, like, right. like battle forever. Um, but right now, MCU wins that battle. Right. Easily. Like, one more content, more quality content, mm-hmm. um, and more characters, just better everything. Um, uh... And DCU is still struggling to get there. Right. Um, yeah, I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, if they had just taken their time uh, and really thought out this universe, like, this, like it, it'd be huge. If Justice League came out now mm-hmm. instead of when it did, and they took the time for it, it would have been amazing. Well, hey, let me ask you real quick. Uh, how much time you got? Uh, like ten minutes. Ten minutes. All but right. I think we're about done with this page. Uh, yeah, we're ba- we are we. I just moved on to the second page. Oh, um, okay. the second page starts with Despicable Me. So actually, why don't we Despicable Me too? <laughs> so uh, we can actually stop it there. Okay. Um, and then finish up 2013 next next episode. All right. Um, and then after that, I think we might take a small break and just talk about movies we'd seen recently and just shoot the shit, you know. I think The Last of Us 2 is going to be coming out pretty soon. Yes. Um, so I'm getting that day one. Yeah, I have that pre-ordered. Um, I fucking... 
So I stream on top of this. I think I might have told you. Yeah. But I thought Last of Us 2 came out last month. Was coming out last month. I think in it fact, was. And it was. And in fact, every time I looked it up, it told me it was coming out last month. I was like... Every time I typed in Last of Us 2 release date, it mm-hmm. said May 28th. But if you actually read the article, it said it was May 28th that that Google pulled it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said it was May 28th, but with delayed. In the same fucking sentence, it said <laughs> delayed to June whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sweet, comes out May 28th. Um, that's it. I don't have to look any further than that. <laughs> um, so um, I played... Um, I, I was like, hey, Donna, why don't we stream all of the first Last of Us... In preparation for the second one, and so we played it all all week right. leading up to it, and we finished it the day before. And then um, I wake up, or I'm like waiting for it. I'm looking for the pre-order. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I felt like an idiot because I, I, I named every stream um, <laughs> uh, Last of Us Two, end of this week. You know, like <laughs> oh my god, I felt stupid, but yeah, no, I'm gonna stream all that game too, and I'm. I'm excited to play that. I'm, like, fun. scared to play it, though. Oh, dude. I'm scared. At, after the ending of that last... that last The, la- the Last of Us... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm scared to fi- find out. Because she's got to figure out yeah. everything that happens, and it's yeah. not going to be fun. No, it's not. It's not going to be fun at all. It's going to be dark, and it's she's going to lose her shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of all the shit she looks like she's already dealing with... Mm-hmm. Oof. I cannot wait. It's gonna be so good. And I hope it doesn't fuck up. Uh, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up um, the last. Um, not the last of us, <laughs> but um, this that this um, episode. Right now, I have Fruitvale Station, Star Trek Into Darkness, Oblivion, Blue Ruin. This is the end, and uh, The Conjuring uh, for my top ten for this uh, this mm. year. Um, ultimately that doesn't mean shit though, because, um, uh, eventually they're going to be battling out. Uh, we might have to like do a seeds, um, our top seeds, but yeah. you know, um, well, that's why we're, maybe that is why we're doing this top 10, but, um, either way we'll figure that out. And, yeah. um, right yeah. now, um, I got to start making decisions soon. I have a lot of maybes where right now I have Fruitvale Station, Oblivion, The Great Gatsby, The Purge, and this is the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're halfway through, and we got another 500. And we're not even in Oscar season yet, so uh, that's <laughs> when a lot of this shit comes out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm at... How many movies have I watched? I think... Oh, I just put The East on there, too. Oh. So my watch list now is at um, 1,080 movies. I gotta get back to it and remember what mine was. I think it was like 1,200-something. Oof. If I'm remembering correctly. You're already above me, asshole. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that is the road to 10K. We are we are still going on the road. And uh, yeah, appreciate your faces. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, I'm Richard. I'm Adonis. And uh, thanks. Um, this is the road. And uh, we're, we'll be taking a stop at the nearest hotel. <laughs> All right. See you guys right. later. Bye.